Okay. This is something that I've been putting off for quite a while now. So I, I'm assuming that most of the people listening to this are people that know me. Um, people who already have an idea, or at least have heard my initial thoughts or my initial ideas of what I wanted thinking theology to be. Um, those, I, I would say those have changed slightly. And, and I'm not entirely sure in which the direction, in, in, in what, I'm not entirely sure the direction that I'm going to be taking with this yet. I was, I, I was given an opportunity that I really, I really think it was, it was a thing. I know it was a thing in, in which God kind of placed this opportunity in my life to be exposed to, to be exposed to like a, almost an entirely different world, um, a field of study, um, and, and a, a practice that was theology and apologetics. Um, at a very low point in my faith, I was kind of personally challenged um, and pushed by others, um, but, but more so personally kind of challenged and driven, and I think driven by God, to get into theology and apologetics and and the idea of being able to defend your faith. Um, the problem was I, I didn't really have any faith to begin with. And so most of, of my relationship with God has been a teeter-totter uh, up until this point of challenge, uh, kind of a teeter-totter of belief and disbelief. And one goes up and the other goes down, the other one comes up and the other one goes down. Um, for, for most of, of, of my life, I was raised in a Christian home, um, went, was always in church, went to a Christian school from, from third grade to, to recently I just graduated. Yet, I, I always struggled with my faith because I, I was never one to really have a blind faith. And I think that with theology and apologetics, you can use that as a way to really have some some defense and knowledge and evidence for God and for, for Jesus and for all of that. But without faith, it can never really be pushed to its full potential because it's not really defending anything. Um, and I have been struggling a lot recently with my relationship with God. And I think that a lot of it, and, and I think a lot of my issues, they come from a place of regret, a place of shame. Um of a person that I used to be certain aspects of my personality that I used to kind of use to my advantage, but now is something that I'm very ashamed of. And the way I see it, and I didn't really view it like this until recently because I, I have kind of stopped paying attention to theology and apologetics. I feel that I have enough evidence as of now to defend my faith if if need be um i still kind of keep my ear open for any new arguments for or against god or whatever to try to kind of i, I keep my ear open for for new things and i keep my eyes open for new things um but for the most part i realized that i spent so much time trying to have a knowledge of god that i completely forgot to build a relationship with God. And that was a really difficult thing, I would say, to recognize because it was like, 
it was like I have all this knowledge of God and I ha- I have all these ways and arguments and and evidences to defend my faith, but I I have absolutely no connection or relationship with God and I don't feel him. And so there was there was a, a good amount of time where I I kind of stepped away from theology and really stepped into my Bible and into to reading and talking to God and and really developing a strong relationship with him. Um and then I really started lacking. I really started lacking in my relationship with God. And now I'm kind of at a point where um, I, I am really lacking in my relationship with God. And whenever you become saved, the old person and the person that you used to be is supposed to, in a, in a sense, die off. You know, you make that separation of, I am no longer this person. I am now a Christian. Christ now lives in me, and I live for him. And so, there comes a point, typically when you get saved, but if not soon after, you have to, to take into consideration all the shame and guilt that you, you may feel from being a certain way or or being the this old version of yourself that's supposed to die off and you're not supposed to feel that shame and guilt anymore or you're not supposed to accept that because you know that's not who you are anymore and if you don't make that clear separation you can never truly move on from that person so you may not be making the same decisions and you may not be doing the same things or saying the same things to the same people that you were back then. But you're still that person because you haven't fully accepted that that is no longer you. And when you don't accept that, you typically tend to act like that old person again. Because you think that's who you are. You, you kind of subconsciously convince yourself that you're still that person. And I think I've been doing that for a long time. Um, I, I've, I've hurt plenty of people. I, I've made plenty of poor decisions um, and poor actions. And, and all I can say really is that I am, I am so sorry if, if I ever hurt you if I ever said the wrong thing to you, if I ever kind of pushed you down the wrong path or pushed you down at all, I, I am truly from the bottom of my heart sorry. Um, but I have yet, because I do feel a lot of guilt and shame from who I used to be, I do feel so much of that guilt um, that I haven't been able to make that clear separation yet. And because of that, I've been lacking so much in my faith. And I, and I had this conversation with my girlfriend who, um, who I have just seen just dive headfirst into a relationship with God. And, and I, I always tell her I'm really kind of jealous of, of her relationship with God because it's not based on evidence. It's based purely on, on blind faith. And, and I just, I admire I admire her so much for that. Um, and I do want to make, I do want to make it clear that, um, although I do have tons of evidences for God and everything, why faith is so important in your relationship with God is because you can have all that, you can have all the evidence in the world for, a for a God, um, for the God of Abraham and, and for, for the, the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the evidences for Jesus being God's son and, and all the historical evidence for the Bible and, and how the, the Bible came to be. And you can have all these evidences and constantly defend your faith in that aspect. But you're never really going to be able to fully gain the evidences for God saying, hey, do this. Him just testing you. Him just asking you to do something or trying to lead you down a path. You're never going to be able to evid- evidentially 
I don't know if that's the right word, but whatever. Defend your personal relationship for with God. It's like this. It's like I could I could um take my mom, have a DNA test, and the DNA come back that says I am biologically her son. Uh, same thing with my dad. I can have that that evidence that I am their son. But when they tell me, hey, would you, or when they tell me, hey, um, take the trash out, I can't evidentially back up them telling me to do that. You know, I mean, you, you may have had an experience where, um, or you may see like a, a documented event of, of God telling someone to do something and them doing it and it being amazing. But as far as in the moment, you can't evidentially back that up. You have to do that on faith. I, I take the trash out when my parents ask me because I love them and because they've done so much for me and I want to return that and I want to be a good son and I, and I want to have favor in their eyes. And it's the exact same thing with, with God and with a relationship with, with him and, and Christ and the Holy Spirit. It's having that, that faith. Um, but anyways, so my girlfriend, she can have very much a blind faith and I was having a conversation with her. Um, and I was like, I, this was recently, this was maybe a couple weeks ago. Oh, or not even a couple weeks ago, about a week ago. I was like, I don't get it. I I was like, I, I like, I believe, I genuinely believe that Christ redeems your sins and, and he forgets it. Like it never even happened. Of course he like, he remembers it, but he doesn't ever hold it against you. He doesn't ever make that connection of it, of it still being you because he sees you as a born again Christian. He sees you as a completely different person. And I, and I believe that I was just telling, having this conversation with my girlfriend, I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I, I don't understand it. Um, and, and it may be because I am a very kind of, um, I can be a, a kind of a negative person in the aspect of light. And, and I can kind of be hard to forgive sometimes or not even really hard to forgive. I'll forgive, but I'll still remember that time you did something or, or whatever. Um, and, and so I, I just, I have a hard time understanding it. I appreciate it, but I, I guess it, it's more so of a, of a, of an acceptance that I am no longer that same person that really has been holding me back lately. Um, it, it can make it so hard to move on when you're constantly holding yourself down to who you used to be. Um, and in a way, this episode is really just kind of the groundwork in the foundation for me kind of, in a way, documenting um, me truly accepting the fact that I am a born-again Christian and making the separation between who I used to be and who I am now. Um, but I mean, that's that's really what it is. It, it's, I'm, I'm at that point where I've realized I have to let go of the past and let go of who I used to be and the decisions that I made in the past. I have to let go of that and and move on towards who am I going to be in the future? You know, how am I going to follow God's path? Because I I I believe I know at this point and and I mean things could change or I honestly I could be wrong, but I'm I'm pretty confident in in knowing what I think God's plan for me is in, in kind of the near future and and maybe about a span of 10 years. Um, I think I know what he wants me to do to have a foundation and to have a base. I don't know how he's going to use me in that, but I think I know what decisions he's really kind of guiding me to make. And I think a lot of it too is, is kind of fear um, like I said, I mean, I've gone to a Christian school since the third grade. I've, I've been, and I mean, this isn't like one of your Christian schools where it says Christian, but it's really kind of like a public school and yeah, they talk about God, but it's never really a, um, an applied thing. The Christian school I went to, I mean, everything was about God. 
everything was about God. Um, the curriculum, the I mean, we had a Bible application class every single morning. We had chapels. Anytime the teachers ever thought you were kind of lacking in any area, they would talk to you personally to help you um, in, in any way they could, but in a godly manner. I mean, it, it was just everything about it is God-centered. And now I'm stepping out of that and realizing if I don't center everything around me, around God, no one's going to do that for me. And I think that's a lot of it is kind of nerves. Um, but a lot of it is, is knowing that I haven't really um, accepted. I, I guess I really haven't accepted my full Christian potential. And I've been reading this book lately that I actually just realized is um <laughs> it's it's actually the school's like I need to finish reading it and, and finish taking my notes on it and give it back. But it's called um The Fight. It's written by John White. Um I don't know a whole lot about him, but um even on the even on the cover here it says a practical handbook for Christian living. And I've I've been reading that and, and he really kind of gets into what happened like I mean it really from the start he starts talking about what happens whenever you um whenever you get saved. And I've realized that a lot of what you personally have to kind of accept and do when you first become a Christian, or or, or not necessarily what you have to, but, but what you should do, what would be beneficial to you in your walk with Christ, I really haven't done. Um, and in a lot of ways, I mean, I, I honestly, I had that experience um, going on about a year ago now that really kind of led me down a path of, of um, giving me the evidences because how I put it is, is it doesn't take any faith to believe in God. I believe that God is evidentially true. Um, I believe that he is biologically true. I believe he is historically true. Um, I, I 100% without any doubt, believe that God is real. And for me to be able to say that with my past of constantly falling on and off, I'm, I'm so proud to be able to say that. So I don't believe it takes any faith, or at least for me, it could be completely different. But for me, it doesn't take any faith to believe in God. But it takes all the faith in the world, which God provides you with, but it takes all the faith in the world to follow him. Um... And, and that is one that whenever I, about a year ago, whenever I kind of got on that path and, and kind of really stopped having to have faith to believe in God, but really learning that I had to have faith to walk with God, um, is when I truly, um, kind of saw myself as a born again Christian and I, and I rededicated my life to God. Um, but, but this now, because I really don't think I fully rededicated my life to him. I, I really don't. I still made the same decisions. I still would do things that, that hurt people and, and say things that hurt people. And I did not in any way um, emulate, I think that's the right word, the love of Christ. And, and it sounds so corny and so cheesy, but it is the truest thing I, I think I have ever come in contact with or realized that Love is the only way to truly make a difference for for the best in any circumstance. Um, and I, I, for the longest time, have not been a loving person. But this right now, I mean, and what I'm doing right now is kind of my way of saying that I, I am rededicating my life to Christ. And I'm going to start from, from the ground and build a solid foundation and work my way up. And if theology is something that I truly kind of dive into um, and that becomes the main focus of this entire channel, then then that, that that's great if that's what God leads me into. Um, but if not, then then there will probably be, be a name change um, and a little bit of change of focus. But all I know is that God has been really urging me to use this platform as a way for me to grow and as a way for, for me to document it and for other people to 
to see that growth. But I've been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And I truly believe that, that it's the devil. He was really trying to detour me from this because he knows it's something that's going to be so beneficial to, to me and my walk with Christ. And I, and I believe it'll be beneficial to, to other people in their, their walk with Christ. Um, I, I really, I genuinely want to be different. And I think that in a lot of aspects, um, I have been different. Um, there were certain decisions and choices that I would make often in my, my past life, my before Christ life, um, that I, I haven't made, um, or, or have no interest in making, um, up to kind of when I, I truly got involved with Christ up till now. Um, but then there's other ones that I have, I have repeated. Um, and I think a lot of that, like I said, kind of comes from a place of not fully accepting or not really thinking I'm worthy of Christ's redemption, but everything with Christ points to everybody being worthy of his redemption because we were created by God. There and that that's all it takes. We're created by God. That's what makes us worthy. Because we are his creation, and he says, Whoever believes in me, and whoever accepts that my son died for you, and you live your life for Christ, you're a Christian, you're my child, and you're gonna spend eternity with me. Um everyone. Everybody has that opportunity. And and I think my problem was not accepting it. Because I, and I shouldn't use the word worthy. I don't think we're worthy of it. We're not worthy of it. But because of Christ's love, back to the whole love thing, because of Christ's love, we are all worthy of his redemption. Um... And it's it's truly amazing, but it's something that you have to accept to really push past. And I don't mean accept as an accept Christ and become saved, but truly accept the fact that that he doesn't want you to look at yourself as that old person that makes the exact same mistakes over and over again and who isn't a Christian. Um... That's what I'm talking about accepting it is is not looking at yourself the same. And so I really want to just kind of take you guys on on this whole journey of me truly trying to to be different and to change. Um and like I said, you know, I just I do deeply apologize if if I was ever unchristlike to you. Um but that was the old me. And I'm going to be working as hard as I can. And, and when, I, when I can't work any harder, I'm going to rely on God to help me work harder. To truly change and to truly be the Christian man that I know God wants me to be, that I was born to be, that everybody is born to be. Um, and, and so I, 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 this has just really been on my heart lately. And, um, and, and like I said, theology is something I would love to get into. Apologetics is something I would love to just dive into, but I know that I have so much personal growth that needs to happen before I'm going to be in any way prepared for that. Um, and it may be different with other people, but that's just kind of, of, of where I'm at with God right now is he's definitely wanting me to prepare and grow in him before I dive into something that broad and something that, um, in some ways, kind of brutal. Um, but, sorry, I keep taking a lot of drinks of water. Because I'm so, like, uh, just not moisturized in my mouth right now. Um, <clears throat> I just, I know that theology can be kind of brutal. And, 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 and there's a lot of things that you kind of have to be prepared for, I think. And it's it's something that I'm not entirely entirely prepared for at this moment and and I'm completely okay with that. 
Uh, and like I said, if theology isn't something that I get into, if God kind of pushes me away from that or or um, or kind of opens up some doors that, that that's not really involved in, um, I, I will change the name. Um, I don't want to <laughs> title it theology when it has nothing to do with theology because right now it's just me kind of documenting my walk with Christ and, and it's going to be a lot more of, of diving into the Bible and understanding redemption and understanding um, grace and hope and why Christ was was so necessary, um, why he is so necessary, especially in today's society. Um, I don't, I don't plan on really ever bringing a whole lot of politics into it. Um, that may change. Everything may change. It, it's really just kind of wherever God is leading me at the time. Um, but, but yeah, this is just kind of the pilot. This is just kind of the groundwork. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot of groundwork and a lot of things to build on. But, um, and I was debating a lot of how do I want to do this? Do I want to make Instagram story videos or whatever? Do I want to make YouTube videos? Do I want a podcast? Do I want this or that or whatever? Um, and kind of what, what really made me decide to, to do, uh, do it in podcast form is that uh, I have another podcast called the Waiting for Ascension podcast. Uh, me and my... My good friend uh, Gavin started it. Um, he is leaving for boot, and so me and uh, and uh, uh, one of my now best friends, like he's he's awesome, um, Severin. Uh, me and him are going to be hosting it. Gavin had introduced us, and we're going to be hosting it while Gavin's gone. Um, and, and that's just kind of we we talk just about whatever, a whole bunch of random improvisational things. Just it's it's hectic, but. But I just, I haven't been who I know I need to be lately. And, and, and really this is, this is me kind of taking the first step to, um, to changing and, and to truly being who God wants me to be. Um, and truly just being grace filled and being full of love and giving that grace and love to other people because those are the two things man we are living in a crazy time right now um 2020 in itself has just been crazy aside from the whole covid-19 thing but um but we are living in a very crazy time and i truly believe the only way that we are going to get through it in a positive manner and not even get through it, but thrive. I think the only way that we are going to reach that is through love and grace. Um, I had a conversation with the superintendent of the school that, um, that I, that I, that I went to uh, towards the end, of, towards whenever we're gonna have our, our small little graduation ceremony, he he always every year talks to the seniors, and we had a conversation. And I was talking about how God, I think, or God I know, has been really challenging me to to be more grace oriented. Um. And and I I use the term I I noticed it a lot when I really started driving a whole lot more, um just just around town and just kind of being out um driving a lot more. There, there's there's two types of people when when you mess up there's there's typically two kinds of people there's the people that when you mess up and it inconveniences them they get really mad um and that makes you feel that makes you that makes you feel really crummy that makes you feel awful whenever people get really mad for you just making a mistake and you feel like dude I just made a mistake it was an accident um, and then there's the other people who just kind of wave at you and smile and just kind of acknowledge that, yeah, you made a mistake, but, but you know what you're doing. Um, you just kind of slipped up. And I've noticed that a lot of the time when other people make mistakes that inconvenience me, I tend to be the more aggressive or, oh my gosh, what are you doing type of type of person. And, and I don't like that at all. I, I, I don't like that. I hate it, to be honest with you. Um, I just, I can't stand it. Because uh, I realize it and I'm like, oh my gosh, that person just made a mistake. Where was the grace? 
where was the you just being a, a just being a, a kind human and just acknowledging that they just accidentally messed up and yeah it inconvenienced you but you're fine you're not going to be late it, it, it honestly didn't even really inconvenience you you just didn't like it um and i and i really have noticed that i really am wanting to be more grace filled being the person that just kind of waves and smiles and letting you know that it's okay um, and, and forgiving, I, I, I'm honestly, I'm at that point where I've realized not forgiving people for things that they either intentionally or unintentionally did to you, not forgiving them for that is such a waste of time and energy. Forgive them and move on T typically try to forgive them and then move on with them still in your path and in your life. Because yeah, sometimes people intentionally do things to hurt you. Uh, sometimes people unintentionally do things to hurt you, but we're humans. And, and and if you're Christian, more that's even more important in that entire aspect, because now you're representing Christ. So you need to learn to forgive, just as He forgave you. And typically, I've noticed a, a lot of times I'll get really frustrated with people when they've kind of wronged me. And I think a lot of that is because I've wronged people in the exact same way they wronged me. Um, we're all on an even playing field here. We've all wronged people. We've all been wronged. But if you look back, when you've wronged somebody, if they're grace-filled and love-filled and forgiving you... You feel a whole lot better and are a whole lot more inclined to not make that same mistake or not make that same decision. And so I think that's where really where I'm at. I'm, I, I mean, if, if someone has ever wronged me, I mean, I forget, I forgive. I, it, it honestly, wipe my hands, wipe your hands, we're cool, you know. Um, but, but more importantly, I, I want to be love-filled. I want people to know that that I have Christ's love in me. And the only way you truly kind of put that out there is just by just by loving other people. Um I love people. For a long time I, I would I would say things like, I hate people. I can't stand people. People are so frustrating. I still catch myself saying that every now and again now. Um but honestly, I, I genuinely love people. I want to help people. I want to be there for people. I want people to, to know that they can rely on me. And I think a lot of times there's a whole, there's a huge difference between being someone that people can rely on and over involving yourselves in other people's problems. And I think for a long time, I would, I would, I would constantly say, oh no, I'm just letting them rely on me. But really, I was over-involving myself in their issues. Um, and I think that, that that is why I kind of, in a way, temporarily got a bit of a disdain for helping people. Was because I would over-involve myself in their problems. And, and then just be like, oh, I was just trying to help you and, and whatever. Um, but I'm glad I've kind of learned to make that clear separation now. But but genuinely, I, I want to help people and I want to be someone that people can rely on because I know I've been that in the past. Um, with the whole over-involving situation, that's how it starts. You, you're someone that, that people can rely on and then you think you know what's best and so you start manipulating circumstances to try to get them to make the decisions that you want them to make because you think that'll fix their problems when in all reality, the person that has the problem is the only one besides God who can know what will fix their problem. Um, and being someone that someone can rely on is more of a support thing and less of being the entire building. Um, and I, I think that, that I, I really, really, really just kind of had to learn to make that separation. And I drew, I, I genuinely think I have, but I, I want to help people and I want to be put in positions to help people. Um, and I want to be put in positions to kind of push my limits because I, I think that, I think that if you're not pushing your limits and if you're not 
kind of forcing yourself to, to, to kind of get out of your bubble, you can't ever truly really grow. And I think that's, that's a huge thing in my life right now is, is I really, I want to grow. And I mean, really, that's what this entire podcast is, is about, is about me kind of, as of now, it's really about me kind of documenting my growth and in, in my growth in Christ. Um, and it's, it's not going to be easy. And I, and I think a lot of it too is it's going to be really easy to get on here and, and talk about oh, where I want to be and what I want to do and, and want this and want that or need this and need that. But the hardest part is going to be applying it daily in my life. And I think that's why I'm, I'm really going to try to push myself to be more involved on my social medias about documenting things throughout my day because that's where the real growth happens is just throughout the day. The decisions you make, um, just just in your daily life, that's where you really begin to like see the growth in your own life, and so I think I think that's one thing, and a lot of it too is accountability. I want to be held account accountable for for decisions that I'm making now. Um, you know, I I've 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 cleaned my hands for my past decisions. You know, I've I've accepted that I'm I'm no longer that person. But but now is when I need to be held accountable for the decisions that I start making daily now. Because that's where I'm gonna grow. That's where the growth happens. And so I think this is this is another I think it's gonna be really beneficial having this as, as a way to kind of like check myself in a sense. Check the decisions I'm making, check the choices I'm making, check the people that the or not the people sorry what i'm saying to to the people around me and how i treat the people around me um just just in my daily life and i i need to get more involved in in things that are kind of god centered um because like i said like i mean i went to a, a christian school where you were involved in a christ centered organization you know 8 to 3 every single you know we uh work day you know monday through friday um but but now i'm not in that i'm not i'm not kind of in a sense forced into that and so i kind of have to force myself to get into that um and i'm not sure how i'm going to do that just yet but i know that that i need to give my all to god that i need to give my all to christ and and, and not just not just say that anymore, but work towards that. And that's why I, I, I kept saying, oh, I'm going to do the podcast. Oh, I'm going to do a video series. Oh, I'm going to do this or do that. And I kept sitting around talking about what I was going to do, but I wasn't doing it. And, and this is me doing it now. And I think that, that that's so important is that, is that I do it now. Um, and and I'm, I feel like I'm doing it now. You know, but but like I said, I gotta get more involved. I feel like, I feel like now, especially with it being summer and with a lot of the COVID stuff, kind of at least where I live in in Muskogee, Oklahoma, a lot of it's kind of dying down. Um, so I do have more opportunity to kind of do things, and I think I need to, cause I mean, idle hands. You know, I got too much free time, and I need to fill it with God. I need to fill my free time with God. Um. And so I'm really going to be kind of working towards that as well, getting more involved in certain projects and, and really getting involved with this right here. And, and really, I want to build a community as well, a Christ-centered community through this, this podcast. Um, and, and I think that's really necessary. I think that a community is really necessary because I don't want this to just be a thing where, oh, you hear it and then you're done. I want this to be a thing where you hear it you have questions, you, you type them out, um, I help answer what I can, other people can help answer, people who have been through similar experiences. I mean, I mean, if you've ever been in a position where you, where you feel a lot of guilt from someone that you used to be, um, I, I, I want to help people through that. And, and I know that there's other people out there who, who may listen to this and, and know exactly what I'm talking about and know exactly what you're going through and be able to help you through that as well. But I'm telling you, like, you got to make a clear separation between who you were and who you are now. And all that crap and all that junk that you had back then, let go of it. Just, just open your hands and let go. 
Because all it's going to do is hold you back and keep you from being who you're meant to be, who God wants you to be, who God can, can, God has this image, this perfect image of all the things in your life that, that you could fulfill through him. And he wants that for you, but you can't do it if you're constantly carrying that baggage. You gotta let it go. Um, I mean, it's one of the most, the most freeing things and feelings ever when you make that clear separation of that's not me anymore. And, and honestly, that, that, that's, that's so vital to your, to your walk with Christ. Cause I mean, that's what, that's what Christian Christianity is all about, man. It's, it's, it's a personal walk with Christ. That's it. I mean, people kind of, people kind of honestly, in, in some ways make Christianity out to be a, a lot, a lot bigger than, than it really is. Um, what it is, is. You accept Christ as your Savior. You read your Bible so you can better get to know Him and God and the Holy Spirit. You let the Spirit lead you. And you do what God asks you to. That's pretty much it. And if you mess up, you do this really cool thing where you repent and then it's done. And that is crazy. That is mind-blowing to me. And like that is something that I for so long had had such a hard time grasping. But I, I genuinely feel like I have grasped it now. Because here's the thing. You're never going to fully grasp that until you apply it to your own life. And I don't mean applying it as in, obviously you need to repent, you know, for, for your sins and for the things that you do well, like wrong when you mess up. But forgiving other people, that's when you truly understand it. Because there's such a freeing feeling when you're like, you know what? Yeah, I mean that hurt me. That 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 did some damage. But I forgive you, man. We're cool. Like it, it, it's all dealt with, man. I, I'm okay. You're okay. We're we're fine. Let's move on. There's something so relieving in that when you apply that aspect to your life. Um, and and like I said, I've been I've been working so hard to do that, and and I and I, I'm proud of myself. And in a lot of ways, I'm very proud of myself. Um. It's just one of those things, man. It's Christianity is so rewarding. It's so amazing, and 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 I'm sure there's gonna be some some atheists or whatever that listen to this. And and I mean, right now, I'm I I could I could argue, you you know, and defend you know my faith and and all that, but I'm I'm not going to right now. You know, that's something that may probably will happen in the future. Um, but man, all I can tell you is if, if it's, it, look into it, you know, look into it, uh, genuinely look into it because like my whole thing was, was in my time of disbelief where I was like, Oh, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, all I was listening to it was atheist stuff. That, uh, that's all I was listening. That's all I was paying attention to. And, and, and people will kind of throw out the argument, well, if all you're listening to is Christianity stuff, then, then of course you're going to start to believe that. Well, the exact same argument applies for, for, for atheists. If, if that's all, all you look at, of course you're going to believe that. You got to look at the evidence for things as well as against things. And that's what I did when I, when I, I, I was truly kind of ready to give up my faith. I looked at both sides of the coin and determined that no, yeah, Christianity is 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 more is more reliable. It's more evidentially true. It's more historically true. Um, I mean, Christianity just I I mean it it topped atheism for me. Um, and I think that if people truly look into it and apply it, then I mean it'll do the same for you. Um, and, and I would love to help do that in the future, um, and give all the evidences and everything. But I mean, if you're someone who, who is truly interested in it, the best advice I could give you, get a Bible, read it, go based on that. Um, because if your entire walk with Christ is based on external evidences, it's gonna, it's gonna make it more difficult in the long run to have that faith in your walk with God. And I mean, I know this from experience. 
Um, however, if it's something that you can't live without, um, look up J. Warner Wallace and Dr. William Lane Craig. Those two guys helped me exponentially when I was getting into apologetics and really struggling with, with, with my walk with God. Those, those two men had... And another thing, too, um, more so for men specifically would be a John Eldridge. Uh, he isn't really as much into apologetics. I, I don't think he is really into apologetics a whole lot. Um, but I mean, I mean, his books and his The Ransom Heart podcast and, and all of that has has helped me in my faith just I mean, exponentially. I don't. I I can't stress enough how much um all of that has helped me. And, and there's plenty. There's plenty others as well. Like I said earlier, John White, uh, Randy Acorn, and in his book on heaven, um, there there's so many good resources out there. Um, all you gotta do is just reach for it. And and really, <clears throat> for new Christians, I I would say, get a good base knowledge of the gospels and of Christianity. And then it, it revelations is so hard to grasp, but there are so many tools out there to help you better understand it. Um, understand revelations, understand the promise that we have of Christ's return, understand that. And then read the fight by John White. It, it is just, I mean, I, it is a practical handbook for Christian living and, and it will help you understand Christianity I think I think really in a light that you'd never looked at it before. Um, Philip Yancey is also another amazing author to look into. Um, I, he just he has some some really good books. Um, but yeah, like I said, I don't I don't want to get into to apologetics and theology too much on this just yet. Um, if if I feel God leading me into that, I, I'm definitely gonna do it. But as of now. Um, I, I really think I need to focus more on on just on on Christ and on the message of Christ and and, and on God and understanding understanding Him and His plan for me. I, I think that's really kind of what is necessary for me right now. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna try to keep these things running uh, around an hour. I don't. This one may be a little a little shorter. Um, I'm going to try my hardest to release them weekly. Um, uh, they will be released on Saturdays. Um, I think that's just kind of a good time. Uh, I think that especially with the, even though COVID, like I said, is kind of dying down in this area. I know there's areas where it's not, um, it, 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 I, th I think, I think Saturdays is just a good day to release it. Just, um, a good day to, so people have opportunity to listen to it, but not feel, kind of pressured into it or anything because I don't want to I don't want to do that at all but um but I really appreciate those of you that have listened to this um and are tuning in uh you'll, you'll never know how much that means to me that, that you that you guys have an interest in in my walk with Christ and things that I struggle with personally that just that means so much and and I love you guys I I even if you disagree with everything I've said on this, I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in and, and for listening. Um, it truly does mean a lot. And, and I don't know what all it's going to be weekly. I don't, I don't really know how I'm going to style this just yet. Um, I, I'm just, I'm very excited. I, I really am. I really am excited to see where this goes and, and, and the path that it's taken on. And I really hope it. I really hope it helps people. Um, I just. I I tend to get really emotional, um, when it comes to the message of Christ. Because it. It was almost like for the first time. And even though I had, I had had a relationship with Christ and, and, and I, I truly believed in, in God and in Christ, when I really, when I really took the first step, and I mean, this was just last week, when I really took that first step in accepting Christ, 
man, it felt like just tons were lifted off my shoulders. And like I could really just breathe and feel okay knowing that I can be a Christ-filled, love-filled, grace-filled Christian human. And I, I just I can't stress how amazing that was for me. And I understand that people have, have had bad experiences with Christianity. I've had bad experiences with Christianity. I've had bad experiences with churches. Um, but the, the way I look at it, and, and I heard this somewhere. I don't know where I heard this, but when I heard it, I was like, oh my gosh, this person's right. I'm now applying this thought to my life. Um, but I don't, I don't think there's, there's bad, necessarily bad people in the world. I think that there's good people who make bad decisions that put them on bad paths that cause them to make a lot more bad decisions. Um, but when, but when you accept Christ, that is when you can truly see his goodness, not, not your human goodness, but your supernatural Christ's goodness coming out of you in your life. And, and it's so freeing. Um, and, and it's something that, that I just, I want more of. I crave more of God. And, and that's, that's another reason why I, I'm so excited about this podcast. I'm so excited about this whole journey. And I'm so happy that, I, that I've stopped putting it off and that I've listened to God and just taken this first step. Um, it's because I think, I think this is going to be very, very, very beneficial to me and to, and to other people. And, and I'm excited to see how God uses it. I really am. I really am. Um, but again, I, I thank you guys so much for listening to this and, and for tuning in. It means a lot. Um, I love you guys. And, uh, and I know I, I really want most of these episodes. I know this one was kind of sporadic and, and just kind of all over the place, but like I said, it's the groundwork. It's the foundation. Um, I I really want these to all kind of be centered around something. Each episode centered around something. And, and I'll, I'll try my hardest to, uh, knowing myself, I, I like to choose really broad topics, but I'll try to generalize it in the, the, uh, the title of the episode. That way you guys kind of know what you're getting yourselves into. Um, but I mean, I, like I said, I, I appreciate you guys. You get, you guys are awesome. Um, even if no one listens to this, you guys are awesome. Even if just one person, you're awesome. Um, but I, I, I think this is going to be good. I think this is going to be beneficial. I'm ex- like I said, I'm excited to see how God uses it. Um, but I think I'm going to leave it here. So uh, we're, we're close to an hour. We're about seven minutes shy, but, but that's all right. Um, I love you guys. Thank you so much, and uh, I'm excited to see you guys next week. So, peace out.